0: Amoir makes getting dressed easy with a clothing rental membership from Amoir, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for new-to-use styles. Now, I mentioned on the podcast recently that I have been pregnant or breastfeeding for four and a half years, and that season of my life came to a close recently, and I was like, I forgot, I can wear normal clothes again that don't need to be breastfeeding friendly or constantly changing in sizes with a postpartum body. And so now I'm left with trying to figure out, well, what do I wear? What is my style I can't even remember and styles have changed so much in the last few years and so I've been having fun experimenting with different types of clothing and I love that armoire has allowed me to try some different styles of jeans and kind of step outside my comfort zone and figure out what I love, what works for my body type and to not have spent money on things that I was like, "Mm, actually, this doesn't work after I wore it a few times and realized I don't really like it. And so it's been a great opportunity for me to try out some new things and help me to define my personal style. And I also love that the style quiz, the different suggestions that they gave after I took the style quiz it was right in line with what I would want to wear. And so I have just loved this service and I would love for you to get to try it out and get a great deal. Right now, my listeners can give amoir a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit amwar.style forward slash crystal. That is amoirstyle a-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash crystal to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go now, let's get a cup of tea and spend a few minutes together. Here's your host, wife, mother of three, and entrepreneur, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of The Crystal Payne Show. We had an eventful weekend, didn't we, Jesse?
1: Yes, we did.
0: We got to have our little first foray into foster care this weekend and do respite care for some friends of ours, their two-year-old foster daughter, while they took a family trip. And it was so much fun. We had the best time.
1: Yeah, it was really cool to see how the kids interacted with her. It was a a lot of fun, something we didn't expect.
0: I think I knew that they had very nurturing personalities, but they don't spend a lot of time around little kids.
1: Well, especially Silas.
0: Especially Silas, yes. I've seen the girls with little kids, but Silas, he was, oh, it just melted my heart so much. He just loved on her and did such a good job of taking care of her, too. Mm -hmm. And it just got me very excited. I think he ended
1: up taking care of her more than the girls did.
0: Which was very surprising to me. I just didn't expect him to have this long attention span to be willing to kind of give up his day and mm-hmm. really invest in her. So that was really sweet. And it made me so excited for the future and for what God might have. We don't know. We're in the home study process right now. We just got fingerprinted this week, which by the way, we discovered that I don't really have a fingerprint on one of my fingers. It's just all shiny. We don't
1: know worn off.
0: We don't know what that's about. I did have a lot of warts as a child and we thought maybe Maybe I had warts there. And I know I had warts burned off multiple times. It
1: almost looks like you have a burn on the end of that finger. But I don't know if it. it's it's a sm- smooth in consistency. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe it was like a burn or something. But you can't remember be, having a burn as a child. So
0: Yeah. But the funny thing is someone told me, they um, direct messaged me on Instagram and said that, I guess that's kind of uncommon that you would just have one finger. Really? That doesn't have a fingerprint. People told me like, librarians, people who handle books a lot, people who handle car, like work on cars and that they, that they will wear off, but to only have one finger that Mm. is worn off, she said, don't do anything bad because the cops are going to be able to find you easily because you're so identifiable by the fact you
1: don't have identifying marks on that finger. Yes,
0: I guess so. That's kind
1: of counterproductive, isn't it?
0: Anyway, it was a great weekend and now we're getting ready to, we're actually leaving for Atlanta today because for Silas's birthday, we bought him tickets to go see a Royals game. Actually, I think probably we should say a Braves Braves game, game, but we're calling it a Royals game since we're from Kansas. Um, So we're going to go meet up with my sister and her husband and four kids and spend the day in Atlanta tomorrow and go to the baseball game. So that should be fun. And then we're prepping for this weekend, this Saturday, we've actually are opening up our home to my mastermind group. About, I think, 25 to 30 people are coming from all over the country to a one-day event that I'm holding for my mastermind group. And so I'm very excited about that. It'll be fun for us to all get to meet in person, and we're going to be working on our goals for the next six months. Let's talk about what's saving our life.
1: Well, I was thinking about that as we were talking about that this morning, and really, I found myself using the YNAB app. I know we've, YNAB has been a sponsor of our podcast before, but just the ease of use of their app is amazing. And I would just use it this morning in trying to figure out how much money I had set aside in a certain budget category and so that I could pay a bill and make sure that everything was there. And just looked on my phone, and voila, it was there, and I went ahead and paid it.
0: Do you feel like in order to use YNAB, you need to use the app? I mean, or do you, and do you? No, do you
1: don't need to. It just makes it so much easier.
0: And do you also? You also use it on the computer as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can. They changed it within the last year, so you can basically do a lot of the stuff that you do online on the computer. You can do it on the app. You can reconcile your accounts and import account account information and. You can do that all on your phone. It takes a little bit longer, but it's so simple.
0: And then it's all synced up. Yep. And I can also, we can have it on multiple devices and they'll all be synced up. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that people ask me, because I'm not the one who does our finances, you just show me what we have in each account and Mm -hmm. you keep it all organized. How does it actually work in the sense of, so you go into the store and you buy something Do you immediately, when you get in the car, write down exactly how much you spent? Is it connected to your bank account so that you, like how, tell us how it actually works.
1: So I can go on my app and submit a transaction based on what is in a receipt after I complete that transaction at the store, put it in the budget category and it will upload to the website. And then you can also download the different transactions from your bank statements as well. You can import your bank statements very easily. Just download them to your computer and then drag them over to the to the register and it imports them automatically.
0: So would you recommend that people do it that way or do you prefer doing it? I do it both ways. You just how do you do it both ways?
1: Sometimes I <laughs> get a hankering to go ahead and put a transaction in one at a time after I complete the transaction just so I can have more of a real-time total on a budget category. Other times, say, I've not done it in a couple weeks. I just go to the online banking and download the probably the last month of transactions and then drag those and drop them into the register, and it only imports those that I have not previously imported. Okay. So everything is up to date based on what's in that register.
0: And so for people who are just getting started with budgeting, Mm -hmm. I was thinking that it probably would be wise to do every single transaction.
1: It would be wise to do that. Yeah. Just to get into the discipline of, of doing it and knowing what's in there.
0: So that you have that running total because Mm -hmm. it shows red if there is, if you're you're over budget Mm -hmm. and it shows green if you're under budget. Mm -hmm. So if you don't input every transaction, those colors could be wrong and then you could think you had more money. So you need to really keep up with it if you're first starting out with budgeting.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's not hard to do. It it takes 15 seconds to put it in. Okay. If that less than that, five to 10.
0: And you really feel like this app has helped us to not only have the overall perspective on where we're at financially, Mm -hmm. but then to just, stick with the budget oh
1: yeah definitely to stick with it and to really stay on top of things so that way we're not spending too much money in certain areas and we know exactly where our money's going and telling our money what to do and not letting our money tell us what the money is going to be doing based on our wanting to spend it so
0: so that was the YNAB app and so YNAB stands for you need a budget and of course we'll link to that in the show notes I am actually bringing an app today too, which is this the third app that I have brought since we have started the podcast? I think
1: I think it's been more than that.
0: Anyway, I don't- do Which is
1: amazing in and of itself.
0: Because I do not- Because use-
1: you probably don't have more than four apps on your phone anyway.
0: I, I do have a few more than four apps, but <laughs> I'm going to talk about the Waze app. So that's W-A-Z-E. And this is an app that could replace Google Maps.
1: You definitely should replace Google Maps. <laughs>
0: Definitely should replace Apple Maps.
1: It definitely should replace Apple Maps. Because
0: Apple Maps will take you to the wrong place. We've had that happen Mm -hmm. many times. Do not tell your phone, hey, Siri, take me to whatever. One time it was supposed to take me to the airport and it took me to some random warehouse and I couldn't figure out where I was. And gratefully, (laughs) I have, well, I'm not good with directions anyway, so that's not saying a lot, but... Gratefully, you have the tracker on mm-hmm. my phone, the GPS tracker, so you could see where I was. So you could help me figure it's out how fine. to actually it's, get to the airport. It's find my iPhone. Yes, that was right after we moved, though. So right. I should yeah. say, probably I would be better about I think figuring out how to yeah. get to the airport now. Anyway, the Waze app is actually a crowdsourced app. So that means that based upon the users that are using it, is right. how good the data is. Right. For so instance,
1: if, we've been, it's really good here. Because there are a ton of people here that use it. Other places we've been, which's more sparsely populated, hardly anybody uses it, in the Midwest in particular. And you come up on an accident and traffic jam, and it's not been reported because nobody uses it.
0: So it's a navigational app, and... What we love about it is that it tells you where you need to go. So in Nashville, the traffic can be terrible. Mm -hmm. And just recently, I was driving downtown for my hair appointment, and there were multiple accidents on my way. And had I not had the Waze app, I would have just known, here's the one way that I go. But it reroutes you, and a lot of times it'll reroute you through all sorts of weird, weird, crazy, weird crazy places. Mm-hmm. And you're like, surely this is not going to get me where I need to go. Where am I? I have no idea. But then you end up getting there mm-hmm. and it tells you exactly when you're going to get there. When it reroutes you, it'll tell you your new estimated time of arrival. It will tell you if there's an accident. It will tell you if there's a car on the side of the road. So the more people that use it, the better it is. Right. So if you don't live in a large city, it's not going to be as good, but probably you're not going to need to be mm-hmm. rerouted as much if you live in a rural area. But so we have used it so many times and it has just saved our lives so many times, mm-hmm. saved us so much time, saves us so much headache and allowed us to get places a lot more quickly right. because of the reroute capabilities.
1: It, and it usually always takes you to the quickest route to get where you're going there's only been one really one time when we've been traveling when i found it wasn't helpful and that was actually our most recent trip from utah driving up to yellowstone because it was taking us a quicker route but it was not the route i wanted to go so i ended up having to use uh, google maps and supplement it with ways so that you know that if if you're taking a longer route it's more for sightseeing purposes or whatever Waze may not be your good choice because Waze wants to take you the quickest route possible.
0: Yes, that's good. I wonder if there's any way you can redirect it. Take me all the scenic routes. I want to <laughs> I go <guess>. slow. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us have a book update. You have been reading like crazy this last week.
1: Yeah, I finished up my fiction book, The Backlash, by Brad Thor. So that took me only a few days to. I read about. Couple hundred pages in about three days.
0: It is a very thick book. How many pages is it?
1: About three hundred, three hundred fifty. So and much, so and like you that.
0: read it in a few in a few days. Yeah, I am so impressed. Although I have to say,
1: once you get into those books, though they're hard to put down, and you end up reading hundred pages in no time flat. Of course, it is. A lot of time flat, it just feels like no time flat.
0: Because <laughs> we could not get you out of your book. You'd be like, one more chapter. I'd be like, it's dinner time. One more chapter. Just let me finish my chapter. You were engrossed in that book, which made me want to read it because mm-hmm. I thought, this must be a really good book. So you'd highly recommend it? Oh, I
1: highly recommend it. It, it does have some language. Um, you know, I had recommended earlier the, the Jack Carr book. Definitely not as gruesome as the Jack Carr book. Okay. so
0: Because we got some feedback from people saying that they did not expect your book recommendation was going to be this gory sort of book. Although I don't feel like, and maybe it's just because I haven't read books like that. I feel like watching something that's gory versus reading something that's gory wouldn't be quite as bad to read. Yeah.
1: There was just this one particular part that I think that people were commenting about that I remember as I was reading, I was like, ooh, ooh. Because uh, it was being, the actions that were taken were being described very, um, very well. So it kind of hurt while I was reading it.
0: I thought you were going to start describing them. I'm like, no, 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 don't go there. Mm. I have a very queasy stomach. My book is called Preach to Yourself and it's by Haley Morgan. And the subtitle is When Your Inner Critic Comes Calling, Talk Back with Truth. And it's really about. What we talked about last week in the episode about replacing lies with truth, and it had so many powerful statements in it. Now, I will say some of the chapters were a little, I felt like they drug on, but there were some real gems in the middle of it. And I wanted to just read you this one section because I thought it went so well with what we talked about last time. This is on page 121. She says, Many of us, maybe all of us, don't live out what we say we believe. We live with broken, divided hearts if we don't allow God to continually hold us together. This is the cause of our dissonance, that strange suspicion that all of this isn't adding up. This is why the songs of our lives aren't holding the same rhythm as the heart of God. We desperately want to believe these things, but our actions betray us. We say we depend on God, but we act like we've got to make it happen on our own. We say we believe God can heal, but we're walking around with decades-old wounds. We say we believe God is at work, but we're asleep at the wheel of this one life He's given us. And then this section. This is from page 124. Christians walk around with divided hearts every day. We've read that God will provide for us. We know it intellectually, but we have yet to actually need God to provide for us so it doesn't sink into our hearts and move from knowledge to understanding. Do we really believe that God will provide for us if we've never needed Him to show us? And I just thought it makes you really think about not only the words that you're saying to yourself, And are you speaking truth to yourself, but do you actually believe that God is who he says he is?
1: Right. Are you you talking platitudes or are you talking out of conviction and out of your own personal heartfelt belief?
0: And I think it's so easy to say, yeah, God provides. We trust him to provide. We trust God. But when the rubber meets the road,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: are you freaking out? You know, when you actually have that opportunity to see God provide your daily bread, Mm -hmm. are you paying? panicking? Are you in complete anxiety because you're living paycheck to paycheck? And are you feeling like, what are we going to do? And you're freaking out. Or are you actually resting and saying, this is an opportunity to see God provide. And I'm going to trust that God is who he says he is and he's going to provide for Mm -hmm. us. It's so easy to talk. It's so much harder to actually walk it out. So that was Preach to Yourself by Haley Morgan, and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Today, we want to talk about the topic of marriage. Now, we've talked about it in the past, but I wanted to bring a different perspective today on one specific area. And I would actually say that this is kind of one of our number one tips. I don't know if you say one of our number one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we have more than one number one tip?
0: (laughs) This is, I think we could say, I hate to put this on it, but I think we could say this is the number one tip for a stronger marriage or our number one tip for a stronger marriage.
1: I have no clue what you're going to say. So I can't say whether it'd be my number one tip or not. It might be your number one tip.
0: Well, (laughs) it's something that I posted on Instagram. And when you read my post, you said that nails it on the head. Do you remember what I'm talking about? We actually did review what we were going to talk about. Yeah.
1: But I've, um, I've breathed a few times since then. You forgot.
0: (laughs) Well, it was, it, it all kind of started when we were at Home Depot and we talked about going to Home Depot Mm -hmm. and picking out a lighting fixture. Right. But I didn't tell you our thought process that goes on in these types of instances. And this is so common. And, I'm the kind of person I've always been this way where I like to get things done. Really? <laughs> Is this news to you? No,
1: no. I, I didn't know that about you.
0: Well, I'm telling you that right okay, here well, on the podcast. Th- th- thank so that you, you can for know. letting me know. So I like to get things done. I like to find the quickest route. That's why I love the Waze app. Mm-hmm. I like to get places as fast as we possibly can. I'm all about productivity and looking for the Least expensive, most efficient way to do things in life, and so when we go to Home Depot to look for the lighting fixture, what do I do? I go in there, I scan the shelves, I look at prices very quickly, and within a few minutes, I pick out one that I'm like, "That one will work. Let's go with that." Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, talk to us about your process. Well, when sort I of went situation. in there,
1: I had researched. Imagine that some different. Possibilities that we wanted to look into, and I had sent you some links in an email, and we settled in on one in particular. And so, while you were looking at trying to find the the quickest and the easiest uh, one to buy, I was looking for the one that we had picked out originally, and trying to figure out if I could find maybe a replacement because I could not find that one. So it was a little bit more. Process-oriented, I guess.
0: And so I feel like a lot of times this causes conflict in our marriage. Right. Because you, I remember when we first got married and I, you know, we get in the car and my mode of operation is let's find the quickest route and let's get there. Mm -hmm. And your thought process is, oh, let's try a new route that we've never taken before.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: You love to try new things, and you love to take scenic routes, right? And um, you love to experience stuff that you haven't experienced before. Yes, and so you're just like nodding, well, no. So I your was head. just
1: th- I was thinking, you know, in light of our, our previous recommendations of the Ways app, they should make one for. You know, based on your Enneagram type. You know, they could make one for Enneagram eight, which would be the one that already exists, and then they could make one for the scenic routes of for fives or and they, um, and, and, or or for adventurous people and of sevens. I yeah. have
0: the seven wings, so I can be adventurous when I choose to be. Mm-hmm. But when we're going to a destination, that is not the time to be adventurous. Like when we're going to church. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we got married and I, like, I,
1: I take like four different ways.
0: Where, why, mm-hmm. where are we? Where are we going? And you're like, oh, I just wanted to see if this would get us to church. And I'm thinking, what the what? <laughs> see if this would get us to church? How inefficient, ineffective is this? Why? And I would get so frustrated with you. And mm-hmm. I would sit there and I would be steaming inside because we're going to be late and
1: you hated being late.
0: Yes. And don't you know that there's one route to get to church and just take, the, just take that route? And same thing, when mm-hmm. we would go to pick out something, like the lighting pictures, where you would want to research and research and send me all the options, and then you get frustrated because I'd just be like, just pick one already. And then we go into a store, and you have to look at all the options and you want to get on your phone and do more research and probably leave the store and go home and do more research, you know? And, and so I've done that uh, before. Yes, you have. Yeah. And, and I'm not, there's, you know, and so I was thinking the ways app, for fives would be, you know, stop right here and let's research. And here's a bunch These are of all links. The
1: historical markers. Here's the yeah. historical
0: marker. And here's a bunch of links for you to read up on all the things that happened here. And here's the rabbit trail for you to go on to read more yep. about what, you know, and this has caused a lot of conflict. And I think for the longest time, I tried to change you because mm-hmm. I thought, hello, I'm right. This is smart. What is your problem? you need to get on board with me Mm -hmm. is, is that accurate? Yes. And I would get so frustrated because I would tell you, we want to be productive. We want to, you know, take the quickest route and you just didn't seem to get it. And you would keep taking these scenic routes. You would keep doing all this research. You would keep what in my mind felt like over researching.
1: Mm -hmm. And which to an extent, to your point, it was probably.
0: Wow. We got that on the podcast.
1: recorded. (laughs)
0: But on the flip side, I needed to stop feeling like I was the one that was in the right. And so the number one tip for a stronger marriage, my number one tip, is to recognize your differences, own your differences, and embrace your differences. And so, I would
1: say that's my number one tip as well.
0: And you weren't going to disagree with me so that you could have no, a different but no, opinion?
1: No, I, I mean, as far as for a healthy and Productive marriage, uh, yes, that's definitely the key.
0: And I think for us, it has been you know not only understanding our differences because I think a lot of the times you don't realize that it's a difference. You see it as a character flaw. Mm-hmm. Like for for you, I saw it as this character flaw. You were just not paying attention to the time. You had bad time management skills. Mm-hmm. And then probably for me, I mean, I think the character flaw would be that I run people over and I don't take time to breathe. Is is that is that an accurate statement?
1: Yeah. And then back up.
0: <laughs> when I run people over and then back up. <laughs> and then and back up. Now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I have time.
1: Otherwise yeah, yeah. we're just
0: running more things yeah. over. And so recognizing those differences and owning them as differences, not as character flaws. Right and that we're wired differently, and that we were created differently. It's not something that we need to fix in each other. And then embracing those differences. And so when I started to really stop and see, this is not a problem that needs to be fixed. This is actually a gift that God has given to my life. And when I view it like that, I see, you know what? I am so glad that you're willing to research. I am so glad that you love researching mm-hmm. because if we go into Home Depot and we just pick up the first lighting fixture that looks like it's, you know, it's in our budget and it looks like it'll work and we haven't done any research, we could end up with a real lemon on our hands. Right. Because we haven't done any research. And so you bring the gift to our marriage of doing the research. Mm-hmm. And yet, on the flip side, I feel like I bring the gift of helping you make decisions.
1: Well, also showing me where I need to make those decisions or showing me my, um, I wouldn't say inability, but the laxness of making decisions and, you know, getting on the horn and, and getting stuff done. And, you know, both of us have almost in a way adopted each other's personalities to an extent um, you've slowed down a little bit Mm -hmm. and then, and I've become more quick at making those decisions instead of having to research them to death. And, and it's created a healthier marriage because of it.
0: And I think then we can also laugh about our differences definitely, and we can tease each other about it. You know, like one of the things I said in my Instagram post was that if, Jesse, without me, you'd probably still be stuck in Home Depot. You'd still be researching. I think you would eventually pick a lighting fixture. But you can get stuck. Yeah. You can get stuck in that.
1: In a a mode of indecision and not coming up with something. Mm -hmm.
0: And then I can get where I have my blinders on and I am running people over and not realizing at all that I'm just making decisions without being thoughtful, without being careful, without Mm -hmm. being strategic or intentional of just like, we need to make a decision. Let's make a decision. Making
1: a decision just to make a decision, even if it's the wrong decision, Mm -hmm. at least it's a decision.
0: And I can be kind of a jerk about it. Sometimes I feel like, because it's a thing of like, we just need to make a decision So make a decision and not,
1: not allowing yourself to step back and determine which is the right decision that needs to be made.
0: So I'm glad that even though we are so different, that we actually agree on something and that this is the number one tip to a stronger marriage. <laughs> You're giving me a really <laughs> funny face right now.
1: I can think of some other tips that are important too, but <laughs> that'll be for another time.
0: I thought, I thought you were going to say, no, you actually know what the number one tip is, but we have to keep this PG rated.
1: Well, so. that's where I was going, but okay.
0: <laughs> In another, on another podcast, we will maybe discuss that at some point. We have to figure out how to do that. When our kids listen to the podcast right. and our family, that just becomes a little weird. Um, <laughs> but so back to what we were talking about, I really encourage those who are listening, even if you're not married, if you you have a coworker, if it's your child, if it's somebody that you are in relationship with, I think this can also apply mm-hmm. of recognizing your differences, not trying to fix someone, owning those differences And then seeing it as a gift, which allows you to be able to embrace those differences. Mm -hmm. And I think really having a conversation about it and then honoring those differences in someone else and seeing how you can complement one another and compromise so that you can both be a stronger unit because of the gifts that you both bring to the relationship. As always, if you have any question on any topic you'd love for Jesse and I to answer on a future episode, or you just have feedback or suggestions, or you'd love for us to change something or do something different, we love to hear from you. We love your emails. And so you can send an email to crystal at com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Crystal Pain Show. Have a great week. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com.